Hey guys, um, welcome to another episode of Earthbound Astronauts. Uh, Tim and Casey here, coming to you from Istanbul in Turkey, of all places. Sorry about the background noise, um, but we'll just go with it and then hopefully we'll add a bit of ambience to the entire thing. Yeah, hopefully we can talk over it, but uh, we've got plenty to fill you in on. We last talked to you from Kazakhstan. Yeah, just filling you in, of Kazakhstan. Filling you in up until there, but we have a few countries to tick off this time. We've travelled through Kazakhstan, Georgia, and finished with Turkey. Um, so basically, we left you in Almaty yes. in southern Kazakhstan. Yes, the old capital of Kazakhstan. It was a uh, beautiful city, actually, very green. Um, we never actually left the city. Um, we did quite a bit of exploring, but we never actually left the city. But it was still a beautiful city. Um, yeah, good, beautiful city. Surrounded oh, well, on one one side of the city, there's ginormous mountains that yeah, sort of overlook it. It uh, hosted, a, I think, the Asian Winter Olympics or something at one point. Yeah, so there's a lot of snow during winter. Not that we saw it, but uh, to give you an idea of the landscape. But uh, Almaty was a very nice city. But as Tim said, we didn't leave. We saw a few museums. We got caught in some torrential rain. Um, very underprepared for that and we got saturated um, on one of our little walkabouts but uh, yeah we only spent about three days there before heading to Astana the capital of Kazakhstan we spent a few more than three days there I think we spent about six days there but anyway it doesn't really time flies that's what happens but uh, we went to Astana called the Trainid capital it was bizarre wasn't it Astana absolutely One of the most incredible cities. Not that we've been to Dubai, but other other tourists have said that yeah. it's reminiscent of, mainly yeah. because of the sterility of the, the town. It's just big and new construction. Yeah. The contrast of the different architectural types is just bizarre in its own right. I mean, you have all these weird shapes everywhere. Like it was Christmas egg, like, sorry, Easter egg, Christmas egg, Easter egg shaped thing. There was one that looked like a UFO. There was just bizarre buildings. They're basically hiring architects from around the world yeah. to build these new yeah. new buildings. But um, on the street, there's nothing really to do. There's no there's no culture. There's no atmosphere. There's it's no restaurants, really, like uh, unless they're expensive ones. I mean, we pretty much had to eat in food courts. I mean, because malls and food courts are so prominent um, in Astana. So... Oh, no, I was probably not painting the best picture of Kazakhstan so far, but it was a very nice country. Um, I think the problem was if we went out into the country, it would have just been like Mongolia pretty much, uh, which is not a bad thing, but, I mean, we'd experienced that um, already and we didn't want to have to fork out too much more to do a tour or anything like that. So, anyway, well, Kazakhstan was nice. It was a good experience. Uh, in Astana, we met a few interesting people at our hostel, uh, some driving through... Uh, through the stands, we met. We made a great friend through Google Translate. He was staying at our hostel and only spoke Russian and Kazakhstani. Yeah, and uh, through Google Translate, we managed to make a good friend, um, which was interesting for us. Really, talking through our phones and just through sign language, it was interesting. So it kind of ended our Russian experience yeah, in Kazakhstan. So, thought it was good, but uh, so from Kazakhstan. We went to Georgia. We flew to Georgia, actually. So what we did is we jumped on the plane in Astana, went to Almaty, where we ended up sleeping in the airport overnight, which was a very interesting experience. My first time sleeping in an airport like that. Um, And then from there we went to um, Tbilisi in Georgia, the capital. Yeah. Um, It was a good, long long journey, and we finally arrived in Tbilisi, and... uh, I had a printout of where we should go to find a... Um, I didn't have a printout. I had a, oh, a photo on my phone yeah, of where phone. to go. And we jumped on public transport and got off where we thought was the central square of Tbilisi. 
and uh, searched for like two hours for our hostel. We did. We we went back and forth around this place, completely lost until somehow we managed to find a Wi-Fi connection yeah. and find out that we were in completely the wrong right side of the river. Anyway, it was quickly resolved after that. We found our very nice hostel yeah, down a nice cobblestone street, which was quite uh, quite beautiful. And uh, we set about exploring. Really, it was a beautiful, beautiful city. We we met a nice man, and we went and saw. Uh, we went and watched the Georgian uh, Uruguay rugby match on the computer, which was interesting given we were in Georgia. Yes, that was good. And I mean, that's the first place we've had a really cold beer in a long time, so that's coming back. Yeah, that was great. Nice. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, we only were in Tbilisi for a few days um, until we decided we wanted to go check out the wine region of Georgia, which we'd heard so much about. Um, so we headed out down to a city called Signahi, um, which was beautiful, wasn't it? Like a castle town feel to it. Um, and we did a wine tour. Uh, wine and, what did you say? A wine and monastery tour. Monastery tour. tour. Uh, we basically hit up yeah. a lot of churches and monasteries along the way and visited a couple of vineyards. It was very nice. The wine was very was different to what we have at home, different yeah. grape varieties, and it was very nice. But uh, the landscape in this area was quite beautiful. It was yeah. Basically next to the Russian border with the Caucasian Ranges, um, but very nice. And we spent a couple of days there in this nice little mm-hmm. homestay before heading back to Tbilisi and uh, and then on to Batumi, which is um, right on the Black Sea yep. and um, right next to Turkey. So that was how we were going to get into Turkey, but it was also a great opportunity for us to see the Black Sea. Now Batumi is a port which people use to travel from Eastern Europe into Georgia or Turkey as well. Um, so that was great to see, and there was definitely a lot of tourists there from all over the place. Yeah, it was a cool cool city, nothing really of note. Um, but we spent a couple of days there and wandered around and just collected ourselves before making the journey into Turkey, yeah. um, which was pretty easy, really. From Batumi, we managed to catch a bus straight into the middle of Turkey. Yeah, to a tourist site called Cappadocia. Yeah, the, the bus itself took about 23 hours, but it was amazing. We got our first uh, experience of Turkish transport, which was a which was phenomenal. a bus. Phenomenal. They've got aircon, they give you With hot Wi-Fi. drinks, it's got Wi-Fi, food. They, everyone's got their own TV. Granted, it was all in Turkish, but I mean, when it's the nicest bus I've ever been, it was like an aeroplane, really. Yeah, it really is. It's a great service, but uh, we wanted it because the bus ride was about 20-something hours. Yeah. Um, anyway, we arrived in uh, the centre of Turkey at, yeah. yeah, as Tim said, Cappadocia, yeah. which was uh, beautiful. We told we we were told that we had to go there um, for the landscape, predominantly. Um, historically, it was like an old volcanic um, place, and all this ash has solidified. And they locals over the years have dug out homes, yeah. basically from this quite uh, malleable, well, not malleable, but uh, impermeable rock, wasn't it? Yeah, they've dug it out of the rock. You yeah. can see the photos online. It's, it's incredible the uh, geology of the region, um, but incredibly touristy. Yeah. Definitely, just listening to that music play in the background, isn't that beautiful? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was a great place. There was the word Flintstone was used in a lot of the name Cave. Flintstones yes. was everywhere, and it really was very reminiscent of the Flintstones. I think or what I would imagine the Flintstones to be like. Um, but it was a beautiful place, uh, probably one of my favourite in Turkey. 
Uh, but anyway, we spent there for a few days. Just did our own thing. We didn't do any tours or anything. Uh, and then we headed to Selchuk. Selchuk, yeah. To see um, Ephesus. Now, for people that don't know, I didn't know, Ephesus is the largest Greek ruins in the Mediterranean and as a lonely planet, so it's potentially Europe. Um, and uh, it, it was amazing, actually. Columns everywhere. Still had some statues, amphitheatre. Very nice. Yeah, it was great for a walk around and to see the uh, see some of the old architecture. Huge library that they had there. The place was magnificent. And um, oh, we poked area on a couple of tours, uh, which was nice to hear a little bit of the history. But uh, it was a nice day out. We also passed by the one remaining column of one of the ancient wonders of the world. The Temple of Artemis. The Temple of Artemis. There's one, one of 130-something columns <laughs> remains. 131 columns. So, yeah, that was a great experience. But I don't know exactly we've seen it. Um, that was great. Um, and then from there, we headed to um, Gallipoli. Gallipoli, or uh, the town we were in was Edgebat. But, um, yeah, our main reason going there was Gallipoli and Troy, which we never went to, but Gallipoli. Um, and Gallipoli was great. We actually jumped on a tour this time. Pretty much everyone there was Australian. It really did seem like a bit of a pilgrimage. Mm. Um, but that was great. I mean, it was very informative. It was really nice to see. The water was actually beautiful. It was a very nice coastline, and um, it was really nice to have been able to see it and say that we've been there, I, I think. It was a wonderful experience to do as a tour, just to get the information about how the Australians and also the Turks began to mutually respect each other throughout the war. Um, and I guess, yeah, from an Australian point of view, we've heard so much about Gallipoli. I know that we both studied it in yeah. high school, so to actually be there and see the places like the Neck and Lone Pine was, was quite fabulous. Yeah, so it was great. Um, but from there, we actually moved on to Istanbul, and that's where we're talking to you from right now. We've zoomed through all those places. I mean, we've only been in Turkey over a week, and we've done so much. I mean, it's um, hard to comprehend, really. Um, but Istanbul has been great. I mean, we've only really been here two full days. Uh, I mean, the first day, what did we check out? We, we pretty much didn't go into many places because it was so expensive. Um, but, I mean... Today, oh, we went into a few mosques. Um, today, we paid to go into the Basilica... What is it? Basilica Cavern or something? An underground water storage unit. Underground water storage unit. <laughs> Basilica something. It'll come to me later. Some, But it, that was pretty incredible. Cistern. It was cistern. But yeah, it was pretty incredible. I mean, I think it had 127 columns. Yeah, it's basically just this underground cavern columns, that's supported by these columns and arches. Yeah. And it was used for water storage back in the day. And uh, the the empire at the time that built it just pinched these columns from all over different structures. Yeah. So they're all... From the 6th century it was. But I think it was incredible, wasn't yeah. it, really? I mean, the fact that they were able to um, construct something like that was just amazing, especially at that time. But we checked that out, and then we also went to the, you know, the one big thing I know about of Istanbul, and that's the Blue Mosque. And that in itself was was pretty amazing. Um, the sheer size um, of the dome is just amazing. I mean, it's yeah, speechless. It's, it's an incredible structure, the way, they, the way they built it with just arches and created the dome-like structure of the mosque. So the size of that is very interesting, but also the the artwork and the, the tiles that they've used to decorate the ceiling and, and the surrounding building is, is very beautiful and it, it was well worth its um, reputation. Its yeah, reputation right. does it does it well. But anyway, um, 
I mean, yesterday we went and saw the Grand Bazaar, which oh, we're looking forward to. Bazaar. I mean, the Grand Bazaar of Istanbul to us. He put in like, images of like grandeur and chaos. Just and chaos is what I think I was thinking mostly of, but it it wasn't. I mean, it was almost too organised. I mean, the shops were too ornate. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it, just, was, it was a huge disappointment. It was a huge disappointment. We were expecting something completely different. The one word that sprint went around yesterday, we were expecting like Aladdin, you know? We are expecting, like, something along those lines, and what we got was just a glorified shopping mall. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it was still a good experience, we can say we've been there. We, we did, however, experience a little bit of that market culture when we went, we went to the Spice Market, which had a little bit more of that hustle-bustle about it, and people yelling, and that sort of stuff, which was fantastic. Um, and we did buy some of the Delights of Turkey. Which yes, we, we... The Turkish Delight. Oh, he, he planned that one. He mentioned it to me earlier. I, I recommended against it. Um... But yeah, we've actually got some Turkish delight right here, which we've been eating. We're sitting. It's, it is fantastic. It, it is really good. Yeah, he's not wrong. Um, it is great. We're sitting at the, on the top of our um, hostel in like a little area. That's why people are listening to music. Um, but I mean, today is also a special day because it's actually our last day together after um, over four and a half months. So that is definitely. Um, not sad, but oh, I guess it's sad in some respects, but also very exciting. So we're both um, definitely ready to to separate, see what we can do on our on our own. Um, but it definitely makes you reflect on what we what we've done in the last four and a half months and how much we've seen. Turkey is our tenth country, um, so that's I think it's pretty incredible. Yeah, no, it's been it's been a good time. It's probably almost like 150 days. It's been a long time that we've been together. We're both looking forward to the challenge, I think, of being by ourselves. It's not uh, it's not permanent, so don't worry too much. We'll yeah. be getting back together in a couple of months. Yeah, pretty much the beginning of October, I think. So, I mean, we'll be doing the podcast via Skype, um, and we'll be doing separate blogs. So, I mean, nothing's really going to change from your end. Um, but we will be back together in October, most probably, hitting up Spain. Uh, and then Morocco and and so on so on but um, I hope you are enjoying listening we'll try and make them as frequent as possible um, even though we're separated now but uh, yeah it's all good we're having a great time still I fly to London in a or I travel to we're both travelling to Bulgaria um, tomorrow um, and then I fly to London and then Case you've got some plans oh, I've got some plans I don't know we'll I'll fill you in on the next podcast, yeah, okay. really. There we go. But we'll definitely let you know what's happening. And uh, I hope everyone's going well back home. Yep. And uh, we'll be in touch.